It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This, this is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello, it is the Go Birds Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. And Elliot, they actually signed Steven Nelson. We talked about it so much and it actually ended up happening. I'm pretty psyched, man. Like, this is a good day to be an Eagles fan. I don't know how anyone could be upset with this. So it's Sunday afternoon. I'm at my house. Uh, Kristen is gone. So I literally just sat on, I kid you not, I sat on the couch the entire day. I watched two <laughs> full seasons of a new TV show. I'm sure so you did. I'm, so I'm sitting there and I post on Instagram now that I'm on Instagram now and I'm off Twitter. I post on Instagram the video from our show where we talked about, you know, should we trust Howie? Should fans trust Howie and all those things? And my caption was, look, I know Eagles fans are mad at him, but I, th- I think he's done a good job and I think he'll I think they should trust him. So I post it. And then about, I don't know, two hours later, they signed Steven Nelson. So I did the very petty move of going back to my Instagram post, updating it and putting <laughs> this take. This, this take looks even better now. <laughs> like, it's not often my takes look good so quickly or good at all. And the fact that I spent Saturday defending Howie. And then on Sunday, he made the move everybody wanted. And the move that we'll get into, but I think is going to really help this team. I just have to think that he's doing this to pay me back, right? Like, that has to be it. I think it's probably the only reason, right? I mean, if you look at the yeah, all the rational, logical reasons for why this deal could happen, I don't know what else we could say. I mean, he owes I mean, you. They had he's Michael getting Jaquette, your back, so like, I mean, right. I mean, you right. have gone to the wall for Howie Roseman. You know, the least he can do is sign a cornerback for you. It's the least he could do. The so, least, no, literally. But, uh, 
I got to say, like, it was exciting to see how excited you were about this. Like, yeah. all, all offseason when they've made moves, you know, when they signed Eric Wilson, you liked the move, but you were like, eh, kind of. But I feel like this is, other than Devontae Smith, maybe the first move they made where you're like, yeah, just flat out great move. Yeah, I'll go so far as to say, and again, a one year, for those who haven't seen, one year deal worth up to $4 million, I believe $4.1 million, two and a half base salary. Here's what I'll say, Elliot. And and look, I know that like 100% approval of something is is not something that in the world we live in today is something you really get in any forum about anything, right? I mean, and we'll talk right. to Sean Watson Amen. later. There's definitely not 100% approval on that. Like there's all kinds of things where it's so rare. I honestly truly believe that this move, this Steven Nelson signing should have 100% approval from the fan base. Like, I don't see how you can say this isn't a great move. Like, how is it possible? This guy is better than what they had. It's a one-year deal. It's barely any money. They waited him out. He makes the team better. Like, it is, Elliot, it is a no-brainer. This was as easy, a definitive, great move as the Eagles could have possibly made. He's super talented compared to what they're paying him. Again, it's a one-year deal. There's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. I just, Elliot, 100% approval rating as far as I'm concerned. If you're an Eagles fan, you don't like this move. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I agree. I I think that, look, it makes sense in in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's what you just said. They needed a number two cornerback. He was the best one on the market, in my opinion. I think, like, one thing people will say is, well, you know, he got signed this late. Like, how good can he be? But, and I think there's some truth to that. Like, no denying it. The fact that he sat this long, like, the market kind of spoke, right? But but I think his case is a little different because he was released after the first wave of free agency. So, like, a lot of the money was already out, was already gone. And also, there was no incentive for him to sign. So, yeah, like, obviously no team broke down his door with an amazing offer. But you know what? Like, a lot of the players Eagles signed in 2017 signed one-year deals. Like all the time you see guys sign late that end up being good value signing. So even last year when he – look, in 2019, he was arguably one of the best 10, 10, 15 cornerbacks in the league. When you just look at his numbers, and you look at pro football focus, had him I think at number 11 that year in coverage. Um, last year he dipped to number 27, which is obviously a big dip, but he was ranked better than Darius Slay, and I would say that – if you told us that they were going to get a cornerback exactly as good as Darius Slay, or you know, technically better based off rankings, that would be a steal. Now, I don't think he's better than Darius Slay, but I do think that you know he has a high ceiling. I think that now both both Eagles cornerbacks have a high ceiling. Now their floor, you know, you can debate like if their floor is last year, then the Eagles are going to have a very good secondary. And if the but if they improve, if they have a better season than tw- than they did in 2020, then the Eagles could have one of the best cornerback duos in the league. And and that's not a stretch at all. Like they have two guys that have shown at different points in their career recently, each within the last 2 years, that they can be shut down outside cornerbacks. And there's just not a lot of teams out there that can say they have that. Yeah, look, I, it is uh, one of those str- – and again, like there's still questions about depth and, and injuries and all that, which, you know, you worry about at a lot of positions. And certainly at that position, obviously I think a lot of it will depend on what type of player Zach McPherson turns into and all that. But, you know, if you just take that out of it and just look at the two guys who are going to be starting, they took what was the biggest weakness on the field and made it into a strength. And I, I think that that's, yep. you know, something you have to give them credit for. It makes the defense way better. Again, everyone has to stay healthy. Everyone has to play up to their level. But, 
you know, with that type of talent on the outside and the, you know, I think even though we have varying degrees of, of faith in the defensive line, you, you think they're, they're better than I do, but I still would say they are a above average defensive line considering yeah, what they least. have. Yeah. So I, I think when you look at the team and then, you know, the move to get Harris, the move to get Wilson kind of shoring up the middle there. Yeah. All of a sudden you look at this and then obviously I think maybe the biggest addition to the defense that we've talked about in passing, but I haven't really talked about the effect of it is probably Jonathan Gannon on top of all that. And if he's as good as people think he can be, they've given him some talent to actually prove that he's as good as he can be. So yeah, man, I think all of a sudden you look at this team and I do think, again, you're not going to say that signing a cornerback is going to completely and totally change your opinion of a team. But I certainly think that, that when, you know, I think we all would agree that all the conversations we've had over the last month and a half or whatever, since they made the majority of their moves this off season, it has come back to time and time again the glaring, far and away biggest hole in this team was that other cornerback spot, and they filled it with yep. not just filled it, they filled it with a, a potential really high end solution. So, I I think it absolutely makes the Eagles better. It, it's a it's a great move. So two two things off that one, I think your point about Jonathan Gannon is a really good one. Um, I like I'm on the same page with you where look, I don't think they have enough talent on defense where like an idiot could coach them into being a top ten defense. Like they have talent, but it's going to require good coaching. But I do think they have enough talent where if Jonathan Gannon is as good as he seems to be regarded in the league, and again he was viewed as a better coaching pro- prospect than Nick Sirianni. He wasn't viewed as a head coaching prospect, but more teams wanted to hire him than teams that wanted to hire Nick Sirianni as a head coach. So he he was you know extremely highly regarded around the league. If he's as good as people say, the Eagles defense has top 10 potential because even if you think the, off, the defensive line isn't one of the best in the league like I do, like to your point, they do have, I think you were being a little more pessimistic with above average. I think they're, I think everybody would agree. They have a good defensive line. You could debate how good, but I think they have a good defensive line. The secondary is kind of like high risk or high ceiling, low floor in a lot of ways. Like if Anthony Harris is the player he was last year, yeah, they're not going to be as good, but like Anthony Harris was a number two safety in the NFL in 2019, according to pro football focus, like Rodney McLeod is at least a solid safety. If he rebounds from this healthy. So They certainly have question marks, but I think just on pure talent, they have the talent to be a top 10 defense if Jonathan Gannon does his job, like flat out. They just do. Now, to to my second second point I was going to say was, as I mentioned, Kristen is gone, so I have a lot of time on my hands. So last night, I went through pro football uh, focus, and first I went through our lads, and I wrote down the projected starting back cornerback duo of every team in the NFL. So the two cornerbacks that are projected to start. I then went to pro football focus and I wrote down their, the, each of the cornerbacks coverage grade from last year. So last year, Darius Slay had a coverage grade of 63.1. Steven Nelson had a coverage grade of 68.6 combined. It was 131.7. Mr. Seltzer, do you want to guess how many cornerback duos that are projected to start Hmm. this year had, had a better combined coverage score than those two? Um, obviously I have zero idea. I've never heard of coverage score before, but I, and also, you well, know, but the point of it is, to I, I, get it, say, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get I get the point. I'm just saying I have no idea. Uh, but based on you asking the question, the way you are and stuff, I'll say six. Okay. So it's lower than that. So it was 12 projected duos. Now, when you go through them, like 
The Rams obviously have a better cornerback duo. Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the NFL, and then Darius Williams had a really good year. The Dolphins, Byron Jones, uh, Xavier Howard, if he is there, they're very good. So I, I would say like the Rams, the Dolphins, Baltimore, the Giants, I'd say so. Bradbury's very good. He's probably the best cornerback in the division. And then Adoree Jackson, who I'm not as high on, his coverage score was a little higher than I expected. Would you say they're better or worse than the Eagles duo? Um, I'm not a huge Adoree Jackson guy either. I think they're they're similar. I would say Bradbury was great yeah. last year. So so it's hard to say that that you know him alone doesn't make them better. But I don't know. I, I think I think Bradbury's the best of the four. But I would have Slay and and Nelson ahead of of. Jackson. Jackson, so it's kind of a they have the first and the fourth, we have the second and third, it's close. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's where, right where I'm, where I'm at. Ultimately, I came down with, I think there's four teams that definitely have a better set. Like I said, Rams, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, and I think the Bills, with Tredavious White, and then Levi Wallace had a pretty good year last year. So I would say those four. And then there's like six, like I mentioned, six or seven teams that I think the Eagles are in the discussion with at that point. Like Green Bay, Zaire, uh, Zaire Alexander is obviously extremely good, but Kevin King was hot trash last year. So like their coverage score was better, but ultimately Kevin King, I don't, I don't think is even in the same discussion as Darius Lee no. and Steven Nelson. So, no. um, yeah, so I, I think that the Eagles are in the discussion for top five. They're, they'd probably more go around like top 10 quarterback duo, but to kind of how you started the pod, the Eagles took a weakness and turned it into a strength, like flat out. And there's just not many holes on this team. Like I texted you this and it was probably a bit of an overstatement, but I think the biggest selling point against the Eagles is what, like they can't stay healthy. But outside of that, I don't think you, me or you could point to any part of the team and say, I have a legitimate huge concern about this, well, this part. Of I mean, you could, besides I mean, hell. Well, wide receiver too. I mean, like, again, we're really excited about Devonte Smith, but he's literally the only wide receiver that I've, any faith in at all on this team. And then on top of that, he is a, a rookie wide receiver playing in his first season of, you know, his career in the NFL. Yeah, no, so fair. like, yep. I think you could say wide receiver is absolutely a question mark. You can't say they're strong at that position. You know what I mean? But I do agree for the most part, when you look around at a lot of the holes and again, it comes down to depth and you say the injuries thing, but that does matter. Like it you know, does for sure. It's a long yeah. season. There's a lot of injuries that are going to happen. So depth is a part in factoring in how good a team is going to be. It's how can they handle the inevitable injuries that are going to come and how can they, you know, power through that. And obviously there's injury luck involved in that and all that stuff. But I, I do think that I, I can't, I don't think you could just like say, you know, injury, like it's not a big deal. But, but to your point, I do think if we're just going by the, the starting 22 to speak, you know, you just look at who's going to be out on the field, the predominant snaps, if they can stay healthy. Yeah, I think the Eagles have done a really nice job of, of you know, in kind of an offseason where they they didn't have a lot of money to spend. They didn't have necessarily have a lot of options with certain things, you know, quarterback forcing his way out of town, all that stuff. I think they've done a nice job of plugging the holes the way they could for sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll make a statement. You'll even have to respond if you don't want, but I tweeted it, and I think it's actually – I just want to say it. I, I think that you couldn't find. Yeah, there's, it's not even a continuing this conversation. We're in your want, world, brother. Just say what you want. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, this uh, is your podcast. Well, it's your podcast. Well, it's I'm our podcast. But the point is, you can say whatever yes. the hell you want. Yes. So I don't think there's a better set of high upside signings in the NFL this offseason than Anthony Harris and Steven Nelson. Just in terms of the fact that they got both of those guys that have a high ceiling for a total of nine million dollars. I think it's pretty impressive. Like so, again, yeah. I'm talking like high upside. So yeah. there were better signings for nine million, but in terms of like value high upside signings. 
I, look, I don't, I don't, I don't remember all the one-year deals that were signed by other teams and, it, and what kind of deals. Do I, yeah, Claire. so yeah. I'm. I, yeah. There might be other ones that are in that range, but I think they're both great signings. You know, I think they're both great signings, and I mean Nelson especially. I mean, you got Nelson for cheaper than Harris, and I think you know just in terms of value as a football player, I think Nelson's probably more valuable as a football player than Harris. So. You know, I, then again, I go back to what I said before. I, I really mean it when I say that I think this should be a hundred percent approval. Like, really, honestly, I don't. Yep. I don't know what kind of case you can make against it. I don't know what you could possibly say, unless you want them to lose this year. Unless you're saying I want them to tank. Like, you know, then okay, I guess I get it. But I, I just outside of that, I don't see how anyone could possibly say it wasn't a really really good signing by the Philadelphia Eagles. And again, they waited him out. It's a guy that people were clamoring for. I mean, how many times over the last couple of years, Elliot, have we been like, get this guy, Yannick, this, that, whatever, and we never get the guy. They actually got right. the guy that everyone wanted to get, Elliot. Well, I was thinking about this. Was Devontae Smith uh, the guy everybody wanted? Sure, Or was there it's enough people though. that wanted a corner? Yeah, where... I, I think it was, yeah. I think there were enough people who wanted a corner where it wasn't this type of thing. And it's also just different because it's not a – you know, go get this guy in the NFL already. Right. But I think Smith was obviously a lot of high approval on that, but I still think there were the people who wanted certain and all that type of stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the last thing I'll say, and then we can move on to the always Quick. extremely fun Deshaun Watson quickly, talk. Quickly, is, quickly, before yeah. you do that, save your last Nelson point for one sec while I quickly remind everyone to download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. If you haven't yet, you are missing out, especially now with football season right around the corner. That That is when it's going to be most fun. Elliot and I have been obsessed with the Parks Sportsbook app for the last few months because of basketball, making baseball bets, Elliot with soccer. But, like, that's all, like, JV stuff compared to what's coming down the pike. Elliot, we are going to yes, be going sir. nuts this football season with the Parks Sportsbook app. I literally can't wait. I can't I wait. Just- I can't wait. I mean, it's all, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I'm I'm gonna like preseason games. Yeah. I'm I yes. I just always say like God, you have to be such a de- you have to be such a degenerate to bet on preseason games. Now I'm like, I think it'd be kind of fun, just like the craziness of it, you know, trying to project it. Like, imagine a night with eight preseason games on, and you just you know parlay four of them. Yes. So I'm, I'm pumped. And yeah. and again to that point, what I always say, and obviously I'm I'm saying it with games that matter. But a preseason game, a game you would normally not care about at all, you put a few shekels on it, all of a sudden you're invested in those third and fourth stringers, and it's a blast to watch the game all of a sudden. It just makes the whole thing more fun having a few bucks on it. And you can do anything and everything. You can do parlays, props, teasers, spreads, all that stuff. You can bet on individual player performances, you know, baseball, home runs, strikeouts, all that stuff. And you can do it inning by inning. Live in-game betting is a wild ride. You can do it on the Park Sportsbook app. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your risk-free bet of $500. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Elliot, Stephen Nelson, your final point, sir. We have to shift... And I, when I say we, I mean media members and also a portion of the fan base. We we have to like shift how we view the Eagles. The Eagles already did the rebuilding part, and I'm not saying that you don't take the future into consideration with moves. But like to your point, this should have a hundred percent approval rating because it it made the team better, and it's not taking snaps from literally anybody that matters, right? So I'm not saying that you know they should go sign like the equivalent of a Vinnie Curry, 
But I, I do think that we have to now realize that just getting talent on the roster is good for this team. It, it makes it makes Jonathan Gannon. It makes it better to see it, you know, easier to see if he's the guy. It makes if you sign an offensive player, it makes it easier to see if Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are the guy. So I think we have to view it view that way. But also, what I hear a lot when the Eagles make one of these moves is like, well, why sign him? They're going to be bad anyway. And I know you think they're not going to be as good as I do. But you, even you are at like seven wins now. I think we have to stop looking at the Eagles as a bad team and just a team that, you know, has question marks. Like, they're not the Jaguars. We, we talked about it on the Parks pod, like, in terms of the chance of them finishing with the worst record. There's a lot of teams in the NFL that are worse than the Eagles when it comes to a, a roster, especially now they have Steven Nelson. So I think that now that we're, the offseason's over and we're in training camp, just, like, the way people view the team, I think, has to be, like, shifted from what it was in uh, January. Uh- so I think it is, I think you're seeing a lot more people, a lot more positive about the team now than they were before, but, but, and we're going to get into Watson in a sec, because that's a whole different situation, but it is still fair to say they could be really bad because their head coach and yeah. quarterback are completely unproven. Like, that part is yep, still I fair to say, that. but I agree with you, in terms of, like, the roster itself, when I was talking at the beginning of the offseason, this is a bottom three roster or whatever. I agree with you. I don't think they are quite as bad as people thought coming out of last season from a roster perspective. Is that fair? Yeah. That that is fair. Okay. That was that was my point. Okay. Uh let's get to the Watson thing. Obviously, we've talked a lot about this. You know where we stand. Just to update it. Today seems like, you know, a big day in the Deshaun Watson story, so to speak, in that he reported for camp. Uh, the Texans have put it out there that they're willing to trade him. Oh, my God, who saw this coming? Um, and, you know, Tom Velasaro, all these reports, Mortensen report, what they're looking for. Basically, it's like today we're hearing from the Houston Texans very clearly. The Houston Texans yes. are putting all their media info out there. They're letting everyone know what it is and all that. Um, I, look, we'll get to the the specifics of that. Uh, nothing has changed in your opinion on this situation, correct? Like, I, we're both still firmly in don't trade for Deshaun Watson territory. Yeah, uh, and honestly, I'm even more. That's what I'm at, Elliot. Um, yeah, I feel I'm even I, more. like just, I, I just really, don't do it. The closer and more real it gets with all this stuff today, like the more it just hammered home what I felt, which is don't trade for Deshaun Watson. Like I'm not even equivocating yeah. anymore. I'm not like oh he's a good player, whatever. It's like I don't want him. I don't want that guy here. Yeah. I don't want the headache. I don't want everything that comes with it. I don't want the potential that. And again, we don't know and all that, but I don't want the potential that the guy who's the quarterback of my franchise for the next decade is a freaking sexual predator, like all this stuff. Like, I'm just not taking these risks. I'm not doing it with the most important position in my franchise. I'm not trading for Deshaun Watson. Don't do it. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and look, I think we both acknowledge, like, he's innocent until proven guilty. Like, I think both can be true. You can be innocent until proven guilty, and you can also acknowledge that in situations like this, all accusations deserve to be taken extremely seriously, right? Like both things are true. But so I was listening to your show today with Joe DeCameron and John Ritchie, and like they, they did a great job talking about it. And just the fact that there has to be a discussion about him with this, I, I think is just reason enough to not do it. And look, I, I hope he didn't do it because I don't want anybody to have hopefully gone through that, like all those things. But like, just let another team deal with it. Let another team take the risk. I, I think we'll both acknowledge that there's a chance that if they trade for him, he's a top five quarterback in the NFL and it completely changes the franchise. Like there is that chance, like definitely. Right. But it's just not worth the risk to me. It's just not like it, it isn't. So I, I I would not do it. I would not take him for free. I would not trade him straight up for Jalen Hurts. I certainly wouldn't trade three draft picks for him. I like the vibe of this team. I like the fact that 
even though I have high expectations for them and I don't think they're a bad team. I like the fact that they're six, they're over under a six and a half. I like the fact that they're not going in with like huge expectations. And, and the last thing is so much of this team since the Super Bowl has just been like ugly, right? Like in 2018, there was the fullest thing that happened again. In 2019, they were really bad and then Carson saved him at the end. In 2020, obviously, we know how terrible that was. Like it just wasn't fun. Like the team hasn't been fun and maybe they won't be fun this year. But I know that adding Deshaun Watson to the equation is is going to add another level of like complication and you know I hesitate to say ugliness, but like oh, just it's not ugliness, fun, right? It's ugliness, like, flat out. Like I was thinking about this. Like let's say they trade for Deshaun Watson, and you're a fan fan out there that is really wants him, right? You're like go get him. Like I like what does wearing a Deshaun Watson jersey mean? You know, like if you buy that, like are you like walking around? Like I, I'm just curious. So I just think in general, I while I acknowledge the upside is there. I, I think the risk far outweighs the reward, especially when you consider the fact that I think Jalen Hurts is going to be good. I, I Let another team take the risk. Just let another team do it. Yeah, and to your point there, like, this is supposed to be fun. Sport, now you and I, we do this for a living, but the vast majority of Eagles fans and the people listening to this pod and all that stuff do it as a choice. It is an elective. Like, you don't have to be a sports fan. You don't have to spend your time watching the Philadelphia Eagles. You don't have to spend your money supporting this team with merchandise and going to games and paying for cable packages to watch these games and all that stuff. Like, you don't have to do it. You do it because you want to do it. Because it is supposed to be something that brings you joy, makes you happy. It is fun. And yes, we know losing and all that stuff, that's going to be a bummer. But on the whole, the whole experience is supposed to be fun, right? Like, Bringing Deshaun Watson here is the opposite of fun. Like, it just isn't. It, it puts a whole cloud over this whole thing. It's just not going to be fun to talk about the team. It's not going to be as fun to watch the team. And we're all going to be sitting here with this, like, uncomfortable situation of, like, you know, what, who am I rooting for? What am I rooting for? What what do we stand for? And, look, I know that and you'll, people always be, well, you know, there's been a lot of jerks who've been on your teams through the years and all that, and I get that. I get that at some point or another without knowing it and maybe even – in certain cases, we have known it, and, and people make their own decisions, but I'm sure we've rooted for people who turned out to be jerks, and we just might not know it. But you know what? Like, I know this situation. And again, to Elliot's point, innocent until proven guilty and all that stuff, but like, all I know is like, I don't need to take that risk that there's a yep, chance exactly. that the guy they're bringing in there is that. Like, and then that's, it just, it just is not what I want for the team I root for. It's just the, the and, easiest and- way I can put it. Yeah, I agree. And especially when you consider, and look, uh, to talk about the reports that came out today, I think that this is the beginning of him being traded. You know, like the Texans want that out there. If you notice, there was very little talk about any of these accusations. All the talk was about compensation and what they're looking for. Like, it felt like a normal step in a trade process. And, you know, Watson reported, um, I guess his quarterback coach told Schefter that he thought Watson was going to be traded by Sunday. Today's Monday. So, like, he was wrong about that, but obviously he thinks it's going to be happening soon. I think the fact Watson reported shows that it's going to be ha- happening soon. So, like, I-, I think I think there's a good chance the Eagles get him. I'm a- becoming a little skeptical in the way that, like, my time covering the Eagles has taught me that whenever everybody thinks Eagles are going to do something – than they normally don't. Like when everybody has a source saying the Eagles are going to do it, normally it doesn't happen. So I am becoming a little more skeptical of it. But like, it seems like it's probably going to happen. And I just, I would advise the team not to do it. Like like I, if Howie, and I'm kidding obviously, but like if Howie was listening to me about signing Steven Nelson, like listen to me about Deshaun Watson, like just don't do it. And I texted you this and my thoughts on it aren't completely formed, but 
I think there's there's a point there. And like it reminds me a little bit of the Carson Wentz and Nick Foles discussion. In in 2018, after Foles took them to the playoffs, they won a playoff game, all those things, there was some legitimate debate about like, should they move on from Carson and keep Foles? And it was something they really never considered. But the ultimate argument was basically like, Foles is just a backup. Carson's way more talented. Take the more talented guy. And Jalen Hurts isn't Foles. Carson isn't Deshaun. But I think the same message of like, taking the more talented guy is not just always the right option. And I know it sounds crazy to say, but like there's so many dynamics at play other than talent. And yes, Deshaun Watson's extremely talented, but Jalen Hurts is talented too. And the red flags with Watson just far outweigh the red flags with Hurts. And I think the Eagles made a mistake when they doubled down on Carson in 2018. And they did it simply because of talent. And I think that's a lesson to be learned that you have to take more things into consideration. And I hope that they do that here when it comes to Deshaun. Yeah. It's a great point, man. I think you said it perfectly. And again, to your, like the overall point, you know, look, you don't make moves based on what your fan base wants you to do per se. But when you're talking about this type of situation, how your fan base feels about it is a factor. And all I know is every single poll, whether it's WIP, morning show, this or that, it's like the vast majority of this fan base does not want them to trade for Deshaun Watson. And I know Twitter polls are, you know, a crude way to get that kind of feel, but I'll, you know, taking phone calls, doing all that stuff, like the responses on Twitter, all that stuff, I feel pretty confident in saying that Eagles fans don't want Deshaun Watson here. And again, well, you're, you're, you're taking, this is the face of your franchise if you do it. Yeah. And it, what was I about to say? I forget what I was going to say. You were making a good point. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I remember. So, Around the draft time, I was saying, when there was talks that they might take that guard out of USC, I was saying, like, look, just don't do it. Like, your fans deserve this. Like, your fans deserve Devontae Smith. They deserve a fun pick. And people are like, oh, you can't listen to the fans. And that is true. But to your point, like, it is a business. There are these things. And, like, these last year sucked for the Eagles. And I have Eagles fans and the Eagles. But, like, I I do think this is a situation where you have to take fan consideration into it. you know, uh, into effect. And, and you're right that we don't know for sure, but I would argue you personally interact with more Philadelphia fans than like, there's not many people in the city. Yeah, with you're right. Seriously. You like, you probably take 20 or 30 calls a day, if not more, more. you're on yeah, Twitter. More. Like, yeah. So like, there's not many and I, you're not, again, I love you. Like neither of us are the definitive voice on this, but you're pretty close to it. And if you're saying the majority of fans don't want them, then I think that should be taken into consideration. Look at that. Give me a lot of, what a, Look at that. I, I'm blushing over here, buddy. I'm blushing. You should. You should. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. The goat is not the goat by mistake. <laughs> All right. So uh, a very clear message from the Go Birds podcast. Don't trade for Deshaun Watson. Elliot, one last thing before we get out of here. Let's let's go from a negative situation to a positive situation because it is a big day for me, buddy. It's a big day for my people. Hashtag Dickerson, guys. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Landon Dickerson officially a Philadelphia there it Eagle. Is. Let's go, baby. There they it signed is. him. Yeah, it's I done. Love- We're good. I'm excited. It's a, it's going to be a momentous day in Eagles history, oh, right? It is. I can just and tell. We're going to look back on this day and be like, that's the day that they signed the best offensive lineman in the history of the franchise. How about it? When he's given a Super Bowl parade and wearing a Mummer's outfit, <laughs> yeah. I think all the Dickerson guys deserve to be right next yes, to him. Yes, like, you a, deserve to a, be yes, there. Yes, when he's saying, a 10-time All-Pro, I could sit there and be like, I, me, buddy, I was there. I was your guy. So, 
Yeah. I'm still skeptical, but I'm happy. I know, for I know you are. I know you are. Just like you, you have pulling me over to Eagles positivity. I'll pull you over to Dickerson positivity. That'll Slowly be my, but surely. That'll be Slowly my but surely. Um, all right. So we're going to have a lot of pods this week. We're going to be back uh, twice this week uh, with uh, training camp reports, the Parks Pick Pod in there as well. Um, but we're going to uh, training camp. So players report tomorrow. It is Monday now, Tuesday players report, and then Wednesday and Thursday action on the field that our dude Elliot will be there for can't wait so you're not can't gonna want to miss those pods and then on Saturday I'm gone I have a bachelor party this weekend but Elliot and Ruben and Ruben Franks bringing it Ruben Frank mm. excuse me Elliot Shore Parks and Ruben Frank I'm adding your s to the end of his name it's like Alshon uh, Jeffries on WIP that one I'm really happy it's this week for Ruben because coming off both you guys down there seeing what's happening that's gonna be a real inside look for fans, that'll be a really good one too. But again, multiple pods coming out this week. Elliot, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I got to go, you know, start getting ready for training camp. Yes. I'm like hours away at this point. Yes. So we'll get this bad boy up and uh, I'm pumped to get going. Uh, I love it. Uh, shout out to uh, all my hashtag Dickerson guys out there. Uh, the journey begins now. Let's go, Landon. Yes, sir. I love it. And um, and uh, we'll be back later this week with actual real life reports from Elliot Shore Parks about players doing things on the field, Sirianni running around coaching. It's going to be awesome. Go birds, Elliot. That's what I have to say. There it is. He's there Elliot. it is. He's Elliot and James. We'll talk to you soon.